Hi, I'm Luke Bong and I want to welcome you back to the Psychologies for Entrepreneurs podcast. This is EFM, the online radio station for entrepreneurs by entrepreneurs. Hi listeners, I'm Luke Bong. I'm the host for Psychology for Entrepreneurs and you are listening to EFM, Malaysia's online radio for entrepreneurs by entrepreneurs. This is, well, episode 4. And in episode 4, we are going to discuss about how to set goals for entrepreneurs. I think we can all agree that setting goals is something that is so important, not just for business, but for our personal lives as well. However, I think we also know that many people, uh, they want to set goals, but somehow or another, okay, they are not able to achieve their goals. Now, why is that so? So in this episode, we are going to discuss about what is it about goal setting that makes it like so difficult for some people. And more importantly, we want to also find out what is the scientific way to set a good goal that will motivate you to want to go ahead and achieve it. Now, the things that you're going to learn in this episode, it is not just about or it is not just for your business, okay? Because the things that you are learning today is can be used yeah, for your personal life as well, okay? Or you can also teach it to people whom you care about, right? So what we are focusing on, in other words, is how to set goals that will be psychologically motivating for you to want to go and make it happen. So first, let's look at why is goal setting so important? You may have heard somebody telling you, yeah, if you fail to plan, then you are planning to fail. And you know, there is a lot of truth there because if we don't actually plan for our goals or we don't actually plan what is it that we want to do, then chances are we are going to fail. Okay, so there are a lot of people who actually set out lots of goals, especially since it's the brand new year, right? And uh, what people actually do is that they set goals, yeah? And then, uh, you know, it, it, within the first week or so, a lot of those goals or new year resolution have already been broken. So why exactly is it like that, right? Now, the thing here is we need to differentiate between goals and wishful thinking. Yeah, there are a lot of things that we think we want them and then we wish to have them, but because they are just no more than wishful thinking, then we don't go ahead and uh, go and make it happen. So therefore, number one, goals is not wishful thinking. Yeah, someone, somebody else once said, yeah, the difference between a goal and a dream is this, right? A dream ends when you wake up, but a goal is a dream whereby after you wake up, you go and make it happen. So that is precisely what a goal is. So what exactly that makes a goal something that is like so hard to attain for some people? Well, I would like to suggest that the idea is probably like this. Yeah, There are people who they say that they want to achieve, let's give an example, they want to start a new business, okay? But the way they go about achieving the goal or working at the goal is they are going completely the opposite way. Now, what I mean by that is instead of like planning how to start goals, how to, uh, how to implement the goals, how to start a business, etc., uh, some of these people, they ended up becoming so afraid or so frightened. What if I cannot do this? What if I cannot do that? What if nobody likes it? What if nobody comes to me? So they start to frighten themselves off from even taking that first step. So that is why some goals, okay, are just uh, not powerful enough to motivate you. So what exactly are powerful goals? What exactly are motivational goals? 
Well, the most important thing that we want to look at is basically a goal that is uh, motivating would be one that is like stimulating, one that means something to you, and one that is like going to make you want to achieve it. Okay, sounds so good, right? But exactly how to achieve that? So in this episode, I'm going to introduce to you a very powerful but simple technique that you can use. And that technique is called Smarter Goals. Okay, you may have heard of smart goals, but I would like to introduce another two element to it. So it's called smarter goals, S-M-A-R-T-E-R. Now, each of these S-M-A-R-T-E-R stands for something. And I'm going to go through with you, give you some examples about what you can do to set these goals that will be, you know, motivating for you to want to go and achieve it. So let's begin. S stands for specific. Now, specific here means that it is something that is very, very clear and very, very precise. Let me give you an example. A lot of people, when they start their own personal business, like a solopreneur, etc., they will set a goal, like for example, I want to uh, sell this product to as many people as I can. Okay, that is very positive. However, that is far from being specific. Now, by specific, what I mean here is Who is going to be your customer? How many units are you going to sell in a day? How many units are you going to sell in a week, in a month, in a year? And also, all right, who are the target markets that you have and who are the people that you don't want to sell to? Now, all those things are very, very specific. But if your goal is just, I want to sell as much of product X as possible, then unfortunately, it's not specific enough. Now, why is it that the, the human brain is designed in such a way that it follows specificity. Okay. The reason is because the way we concentrate and the way we think of something, we have to focus on something before we can go and achieve it. Like, for example, if let's say, okay, you are hungry and you know that you need some food, but in your mind, you don't have any specific food that you want to go to, then chances are you will, you know, you will spend a lot of time thinking about it, all right? And then probably by the time you actually go to grab some food, you, you, are, you are not sure what you want. Now, compare, on the other hand, when you have a craving. Like, for example, suddenly you just crave durian or you crave a chocolate ice cream, etc., then what happens is that at that moment, you become so specific about it that you know, even with your eyes closed, what to go and get, right? So you see, the human brain is designed for specificity, okay? And it's not designed in such a way that it, you know, it goes for very general things, yeah? So remember, one of the things that you can do, especially if you want to uh, look at your target customers and all that, I would suggest that you come up with a very specific avatar for your ideal customer. Now, by avatar, I don't mean that blue, blue people in the film, right? Uh, avatar here means a representative for your ideal customer. So, I want you to really think about it. Give this ideal customer a name and plan your product offering in such a way that you are going to sell it to this particular person. Now, if you want to have a few ideal customers or a few target customers, then by all means, come up with a few avatars. All right, be as specific as you can. Then you will be able to find these people. Also, when it comes to your business goals, like for example, your sales, yeah, uh, how many customers that you want to meet a week, etc. Be specific about it, etc. Also, yeah, uh, don't just uh, you know take the lazy way out and saying I want to meet as many people as I can. Ended up, you'll probably not go out at all. Okay, because 
Remember, the mind works when it is most specific. So criteria number one for a great goal that you can set is to be specific. Now, Peter Drucker once said that for things to work, you have to measure it, okay? Nothing measured, nothing gets done. Yeah, so the second element of a smarter goal is M, which stands for measurable. You want to be able to measure, yeah? Measure the, the, uh, the goals, the attainment of the goals, how close you are to it, how far you are away from it, etc. And the good things about nowadays is that with the advancement of technology, nearly everything is measurable. Even customer satisfaction can be measured too, you know? So, you know, in those days, people would say, I can't do it, I can't measure, how can I measure it? Well, those uh, excuses from the past. In this modern age of technology, when you have Google, when you have got all kinds of uh, uh, tools online to help you to measure things, then it becomes your responsibility to actually go and measure something. Right? So if you want to grow your business, what are the important criteria that you must measure? What are the things that will uh, be very important to you? Like for example, yeah, let's say your business involves a lot of people calling in for inquiry. Do you measure how many calls that you receive in a week? Okay, now that may look like so little things, right? But if you actually go and think about it, let's say on average, yeah, you have got about say uh, 50 calls a week. And all of a sudden, that particular week, you probably only get 15 calls. So that will automatically trigger the alarm already, right? But only if you measure it. Because when you measure it, then you know okay, precisely what is going right and what is going wrong. So number two, remember, the goals must be measurable. And another beautiful thing about being measurable is that when you see that you know, the next time you measure it and there is some growth in it, then what that suggests is that your business is growing and that can be very motivating to know, right? Okay, let's move on. The next one is A, which stands for attainable. Now, is your goal attainable? Now, that is important because if your goal is something that is so big to the point that it is not attainable, then instead of motivating you, it may demotivate you. Okay, now that makes a big difference, especially when you want to go and achieve your goals. Yeah, now because a goal that is motivating is a goal that you know inside of you that you are going to achieve it. But then again, when we set a goal that is attainable, there could be a danger whereby you set a goal that is so small, so small that it fails to motivate you. Then I think we fall onto the other side already. Yeah. So how to keep this balance between a goal that is attainable and a goal that is like too small? Well, I like to think of it that goals are not carved in stone, okay? Now, what I mean by goals, goals are not carved in stone is basically this. You can set a few different types of goals. Like for example, if you are starting a new business, what is your goal for the first six months? What is your goal for the first 12 months? What is your medium-term goal after the first year? What is your longer-term goal? in five years. So when you set goals like this, okay, then it becomes very clear for you about the direction of your business, where you want to go, what kind of business you want to enter into. So that is something that will motivate you to want to go uh, further and further and to do more things, right? Because in your subconscious mind, you know very well that this is something that you can achieve. It's something that you can attain, yeah? Okay, so that is attainable. The next one, R. Is your goal realistic? Now, a realistic goal is very important. 
okay, is closely related to attainable, okay, in the sense that if your goal is so out of this world that even you yourself don't believe in it, okay, then it's no longer realistic. And because if it's no longer realistic, then your unconscious mind will just think of it as a fantasy or make-believe. And, you know, things that is like too fantastic, well, it becomes just a dream. Yeah, So it is necessary for us to be realistic with our goals. Now, notice I say realistic. I don't say it's small. Okay, Because small, something that is like uh, so easy for you to achieve and all that, it doesn't motivate you. However, a goal that is realistic may be something that is going to achieve, all right? help you to achieve a goal. Now, let me give you an example from my, from my own life, okay? Now, when I first started my uh, language center, okay, uh, I started the first one with only six students, all right? And uh, when I started it with six students, can you imagine, all right, I've already quit my job, I have a business partner with me, I have rents to pay and everything. Then it becomes one of those whereby it was, you know, very, very, um, very, how, how should I say, very, very stressful for me. But then I came up with a goal and the goal is basically, what if I can get these six students to begin to introduce their friends to me? Now, I went very specific. I said, I only need each one of them to introduce one. So in the following month, okay, not only did I get 12, I even got more because you also have walk-in customers, you see? So what happens here is because I've set a goal that to me, it was realistic. One person introduced another one. I can believe that, you know? But if at that time I told myself, I want each of my students to introduce 15 other people, then yes, it sounds nice mathematically, but deep down inside, I don't believe I can do it. And if I don't believe I can do it, I lack the conviction. And when I lack the conviction, guess what? I will not be motivated to implement it. So that's why it's so important, okay, for you to set goals that are realistic. So after being realistic, the next thing is it has to be timely. And by timely, that's the T by the way, it means to have a specific time frame. Now, a time frame basically is such that when must your goal be accomplished? It's very important, okay? Uh, you know, somebody once taught me this and says, that, look, never tell me ASAP, okay? Now, what is ASAP to you? I mean, I was taught that ASAP means as soon as possible, right? But this person, this wise person said, ASAP actually is ASAP. You know, smoke, asap. And just like smoke, it is going to just float and disappear. So if your goal, your timeline is ASAP, then be prepared, okay? Your, your subconscious mind is not able to grasp onto that. And if it isn't able to grasp onto that, then it becomes an empty goal. And empty goals have this tendency to just disappear in thin air, okay? Don't let that happen to you, all right? Okay, so ensure that you set timeline for your goals, okay? You can have weekly timeline, you can have monthly timelines, etc. Now, let me give you an example, right? This is something that I learned from the insurance industry, yeah? Now, for the insurance industry, for them, every year, okay, is basically starting from zero. You may be, uh, say, the top sales in the entire company in the previous year, in 2017. But come January 2018, you are starting right at the same place as with everybody. You start from zero. So for them, in order to achieve their goals, they set daily goals, they set weekly goals, they set monthly, quarterly goals, etc., which they will have to monitor. 
And the company also throw in some incentive. Like for example, if you achieve uh, X amount of sales within six months, you got you get to go to a holiday in Thailand or or somewhere else. So what happens there is every goal is done in such a way that it is timely. There is a time frame for people to go and achieve it. So therefore, okay, that kind of goal actually motivates the uh, insurance agents to go and achieve them. So remember, T stands for timely. Now, to a lot of a lot of people in the past, all right, uh, they were taught that okay, set your smart goals, good enough. But I find that okay, smart goals itself is not complete yet. So that's why I would like to introduce to you and share with you the other two elements, the E and the R. Now, E stands for ecological. Now, what is the meaning of ecological? Okay, let's look at it from science. Yeah, uh, in science, ecology basically just means that the environment that you are in. Okay, so for example, if let's say you take a, a foreign species of a fish, let's say, and you introduce it to one of the lakes in Malaysia, then you know that it is going to probably lead to ecological disaster for all the living things that is inside the lake that is native to the lake. So if you translate that into a goal, an ecological goal simply means this. If you achieve the goal, will you be happy about it? Now, never underestimate that, okay? Because if you achieve a goal that will make you sad or it's going to make you hate yourself and all that, you know, your subconscious mind will just not work with you to achieve the goal, okay? I'll give you a totally irrelevant example, yeah? Let's say you have got uh, Mr. A. We call him Mr. A. Mr. A is a chain smoker. And Mr. A, after, you know, chain smoking for the past 15, 20 years, finally decided to stop. And he is stopping because of his loved ones. He doesn't want to poison them with secondhand smoke, etc. So, you know, eventually he quit smoking. But here's one thing. He has all his best friends, all his good friends, all his buddies and all that. They all became buddies because they share the cigarette habit. So as a result of him stopping smoking, he finds that his friends also begin to abandon him. Or, you know, not as close anymore. It's like, now you have got somebody who is an outsider. So in that situation, Mr. A will feel the pain okay, of the loss and it becomes so easy for him to get back into the habit. Now, that's what I mean by something that is ecological. Now, a lot of people, they will tell you that they are afraid of failure, they are afraid of poverty and all that. But have you ever heard of fear of success? Okay, now fear of success simply means that a person is so afraid of becoming successful that they actually unconsciously self-sabotage. Okay, they will do things that will prevent them from growing because they believe that if they become successful, then bad things will happen. Okay, so I don't know about you, but I have met people who are like that. Okay, people who actually sabotage themselves from achieving success. But they believe that they are actually, you know, unlucky and things like that. But if you really look at it, right, their life revolves a pattern of self-sabotaging. Okay, so remember, make your goals ecological. A goal that when you attain it, when you achieve it, you are going to be proud of it and you are going to feel happy about it and it is something that you truly want, okay? So the goals that you have set, ask yourself, is that the goal that you want? Now, let me give you another example for ecological goals, Yeah. So let's say that you have already identified an avatar for your ideal customer. Question is, are you sure you really want to work with this kind of customer? 
I've seen solopreneurs uh, whereby they get burnt out uh, simply because they cannot stand that customer anymore. To them, it's like that is that is a customer from hell. But you know, they want to work with them because these are the customers with money. So here is the dilemma. When you begin to feel so much pain dealing with the people who is going to pay you, end up you're not going to do a good job anyway. Yeah, so that is why it is very important for you to set ecological goals. You know, when I was a lot younger, I really don't understand why some people say that they are willing to take a pay cut so that they don't have to go through the stress. And I thought it's like, at that time, you know, I thought, isn't it true that you work because you want to get as much money as possible? Now that you have got the money and then you are saying you're willing to take a pay cut so that you don't get to go through that kind of stress? Well, at that time, I didn't understand that. But now, okay, as I'm slightly older now, I begin to understand and know why is it that people uh, will talk like that. It's because, okay, they want something that is ecological, yeah? So make sure that you set ecological goals. Finally, the R. R here stands for reward. Okay, I think that is like the best thing. We save the best for the last. Okay, what reward are you going to get when you achieve this goal? Now, I mean, I'm always, uh, I always find it amusing, okay, that the person who goes to the gym, work out like mad to lose the fat and to lose weight and all that. And the first reward that he or she gives to himself is an all you can eat buffet. Okay, I think that is a very defeating kind of a reward, yeah? But seriously, rewards are very important because, okay, I think the human psychology is such that we are always, okay, in a tug of war between pain and pleasure. Okay, between pain and pleasure. We want to have pleasure, all right? And the pleasure is something that is going to motivate you to want to do more, to want to go and, you know, achieve your goals, etc. So what is a good reward that you can give to yourself? Okay, and over here, the reward may not entirely be just for yourself. It can also be a reward that you want to give, you know, right, for others who are less fortunate, etc., Right, some business people that I know, uh, what they do is they actually support okay certain charity, and what they do is their goal is they want to hit X number of sales so that they can allocate a certain percentage for them to maintain their support for these charitable causes. Yeah, so what is the reward that is going to be motivating for you? Yeah, and I think it is going to be something that uh, is important for you and it is something that will make you want to go and achieve the goal, okay? All right, so that is the S-M-A-R-T-E-R, Smarter Goals for Goal Setting. Now, why is it necessary for us to have a system like this yeah, when we set goals? I believe it is simply because when we have a proper system of setting goals, then we are able to actually motivate ourselves, okay, to go and uh, achieve those goals, especially for us who are business people, okay, we are entrepreneurs, and as entrepreneurs, you know, uh, the world is changing so fast, okay, times are changing, technologies are changing, customers are changing, and if we don't learn how to set proper goals, etc., it is just going to be so easy for us to, you know, lose sight of the goal, lose sight of the target, and eventually, touch wood, burn out. Okay, there are lots of business people who have already burned out, right? They have given up hope in their own business. So, you know, we don't want to go there, yeah? So, all right. So, in this episode, we have covered the smarter goals for entrepreneurs. And I would really suggest that, you know, you take this uh, S-M-A-R-T-E-R. I'll repeat that. S stands for specific. M, measurable. A, attainable. R, realistic. T, timely, which is, stands for time frame. 
E, ecological, and R, reward. And I really encourage you, you know, to take you know, maybe half a day or if you have the time one day for you to sit down and really plan what is the goal that will be important and meaningful for you for this year. Okay. And these goals will be something that will, you know, propel your business into the future. All right. So that's all the time we have for this episode. Thank you for joining me in this episode on uh, Smarter Goal Setting. And I look forward to uh, meeting with you again in the next episode. Now, in the next episode, I'm going to interview. Yeah, that's right. I'm going, I have invited a special guest. And uh, she is none other than Jessly, who will be here to talk about the topic of personality and how it impacts you as an entrepreneur. All right. So thanks for listening. I'll catch you soon. Okay. Bye.